0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: Tina says she's writing in from the Red Hawk Winery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I probably know her.
1: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Well, let's open up the mailbag and get some good listener questions to kick us off this week. We'll start with Allie in Northeast Salem. Allie says, my dad says he wants to help with my down payment for a home so I can have a more competitive offer and afford my first house. Are there any limits on how much a family member can contribute?
0: No, there's not. Lucky you, Allie. <laughs> You're a lucky girl. No, um, there's no limits. Your parents could contribute as much as they want towards the purchase of your home.
1: Well, that was a pretty easy win to help you out with, yeah. there, Allie. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so good luck. And hopefully mom and dad can uh, help you out uh, a decent amount there. Fantastic. Uh, ben has our next question. Then we'll hop over to him. That was the quickest answer I think we've had in the history of mailbag questions. <laughs> there you go. Well done.
0: Once in a while, I'll surprise you without rambling. You <laughs> did. I was,
1: I was like ready to take a sip of coffee and, and kick back and, and then, nope, I had to jump right back onto the microphone. Uh, over to Laurel Springs we go for a question from Ben. Ben says, we have ten to $15,000 to put into a home improvement project before selling our home. Should we spend it on a new roof? Landscaping, or paint the inside and outside of the home. What will give us the biggest value boost?
0: Value boost. So it's this is interesting because you know in the shifting market we start looking at curb appeal and some cosmetics because we want to we want to win your, the buyers over over the property the next property right. So I would say in this situation and what's going on. I mean my answer has changed. If you asked me a year ago, it'd probably be different. I would say definitely paint and a little bit on the landscaping i mean don't go overboard but new dark mulch have your yard edged and some pretty you know pressure washing and some flowers i think makes a big difference on your curb appeal i would wait on the roof only because it might be a negotiating point in the sale that we can work through and so i could answer that better obviously in person when i come see your home but just based off the question i would definitely say paint makes a big difference. And um, some light landscaping just to clean up for that curb appeal, very important right now.
1: Great question. Thanks for that one, Ben. And hopefully that gives you an idea of where to go from here. Our next question comes to us from Sal. Sal is in West Salem and says, I'm really afraid when I sell my home that we're going to get a great offer above list price, but then the buyers are going to ask for some huge discount due to repairs. Our house is older and needs a lot of updating, like windows, doors, roof, siding, etc. Is it possible they might ask for fifty thousand in repairs? Do you ever see amounts that high? And what's typically reasonable during the repair part of the conversation?
0: Okay, a couple of questions in there. Thanks, Sal. That's you know that's great. Don't be afraid to sell your home because you're worried about the repairs. We'll help you get through them. You want an agent that isn't afraid to, you know, negotiate a a little fiercely for you. And as a seller, if we get this huge repair addendum, we're going to bring it to your attention and we're going to chunk at it and figure out, you know, we've got great resources for people out there that work with us on bids, whether we need electrical, roof, plumbing, whatever we need to do, we'll help navigate you through that and negotiate that down for you. If we cannot agree on repairs, we can kill the deal. I mean, we can decide we're we're not continuing or moving forward. So there's a couple different options to go over when it comes to the repairs. Yes, I have seen 50,000 in repairs, most definitely, especially when you're talking about a lot of square footage or Homes that need a complete, you know, overhaul. So it's not common, but it does happen. I think the best thing we can do is meet in person and look at your house. And, and I'll give you an idea of what I think it's going to need to be ready to um, to sell. And, and we'll go from there. Was there another question that I missed? I feel like
1: that was, yeah. Did we get the uh, the general, like what's reasonable repair request or maybe your average? What's
0: reasonable? That's hard to say. That changes from house to house. Um, Lately, with such a strong seller's market and bidding wars, a lot of buyers are waiving the repairs, waiving um, waiving inspections completely, and just taking the house as is. As scary as that sounds, that's just what's gone on. So now it's up to those homeowners, new homeowners, to handle whatever needs to be done for maintenance on the house. And... So we'll start to see a little bit more negotiation as that inventory is up. We've got opportunity as a buyer to come in and maybe um, get some repairs done that maybe they wouldn't have been able to be have asked before, mm. if that makes sense.
1: So to typically you're not seeing exorbitant repair request not right like now that. but i like,
0: have in my career
1: okay All right.
0: i mean where the buyer gets everything they want yeah. <laughs> and how, we're not how much there is yet that,
1: like discovering something that's already like i don't know i think about it from the perspective of a seller and from the buyer perspective like things you can see with your eyeballs on a normal tour should kind of be built into the price of the home when you make your bid you would right? think
0: Right, yeah. you would think.
1: So, like, you know, to me, it's like, okay, there was something foundational-wise that we couldn't see on a normal walkthrough. Things that don't come yeah. up until an inspection. That's what you well, would negotiate.
0: that's a reasonable thought process. Yeah,
1: but people aren't <laughs> Not reasonable. everybody
0: okay. has that reasonable of a thought, Quit thought process. Quit living in
1: an ideal world. Walter, stop it. <laughs>
0: They're like, you know, that stove looked kind of old. We'd like a new stove. Well, that's not really a repair. That's an upgrade you're asking for. But yeah. you know, we'll help navigate through. And like I said, win-win or no deal. We'll make sure it's a win-win.
1: Mm-hmm. When my parents were selling their house uh, recently, there was the slightest chip. This is the smallest chip in the uh, granite countertop. Like just on a, on a kind of on a corner somewhere. And uh, it's relatively new granite, like it's only two or three years old. So it's not not like this is old countertop that needed updating anyway. And the uh, the buyers were like, uh, "Yes, we need the entire countertop replaced, please." <sighs> and my parents were like, "Huh? No, it's a little tiny chip. You could see it when you were in there." <laughs> yeah. So it's just yeah, funny what what people and they like they didn't mention the things that my dad was like scared they were going to you know bring up and talk about like all these other big ticket items. So he actually didn't mind the fact that they were so like uh obsessive over the chip in the countertops because he was like I'll give you a couple thousand and if that's all it takes to to get through that part of the Close process. Close the deal. Great. There
0: you go. Deal. Yeah. He's
1: <laughs> like you didn't talk about the windows, you didn't talk about the door, you didn't talk about this that didn't work, you know. He's like all right, fine. Well if if that's what your attention was drawn to. Perfect, no problem. But funny, uh, great question, Sal. That is a definitely a good one. Tina, with our final question of the week, and you're gonna love this, Colleen, because Tina says she's writing in from the Red Hawk Winery.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh, I probably know her.
1: <laughs> very specific, and um, one of and my favorite places. <laughs> and, and it's an it's an emotional question, so I don't know Uh-oh. how many glasses oh deep Tina might be asking this question. But here we go. Uh, Tina says, my question is kind of a tough one. How do you know when you're emotionally ready to sell your home? I'm not really in love with my home anymore, but I should be. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe I just like change. I know the grass is always greener on the other side, so I'm afraid I might sell and move, and, you know, then I'll just be back to feeling these same things (laughs) and maybe regretting moving. Uh, does that make sense? And I'm sorry that this is not a technical question.
0: Oh my goodness! Cheers, Tina. Cheers. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be right down. We'll have a glass of wine and talk about <laughs> this. No, um, oh no, I'm in Lincoln City this week. But hey, I relate because I'm kind of in that same spot, you know. And I and I've had so many clients before. And really, until you're emotionally ready you have to be emotionally ready and so I meet with clients long before they're emotionally ready and I can tell and sometimes as we've talked about you know I'll meet with a client that's going to sell and, and it takes them a year or it takes them two years from the time we meet and we just keep in touch or they follow the market they, they read my stat reports on their home and see where the values at that I email out every month and so they, they kind of see the direction that it's going t- until they're ready. And so sometimes there's some family issues that need to happen, or the kids come. I had one client recently, they're getting ready to go on market, the kids came home. And they're like, "Sad, they don't want their parents to sell the house," so there's always those kind of things. And and I'm ready for a change too. And I'm having an emotional struggle internally with being ready to sell and being worried that I, I'll regret selling. So I get it. It's just you have to be ready. And and it's one thing I'm doing, then maybe this will help. This is just me personally. This isn't anything real estate related. But I'm I'm boxing things up that I'm kind of removing the emotion from the house. I'm, taking down some personal photos. And I'm kind of trying to think, like if I was staging my house to sell, even though I'm not ready yet, what would I have out and what would I take down? So that's helping me emotionally detach a little bit. So maybe you could do that.
1: The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com.
0: Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.